I'm just busy. But we're also bored. Busy and bored. Exactly. This describes us perfectly. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Busy and Bored podcast. Hello, hello, hello. We are your co-hosts, oh. <laughs> Sarah Turner and, and Riley, Riley Kaiser, <laughs> back at it again. Welcome back for another episode. Today, we are gonna just, we're excited about this episode. Last episode, we were a little bit... It was more of a rant for us, and we were listening back to it, and we were like, what were we talking about? But this episode, we have a format. We got a plan. So buckle your seatbelts. It's a loose plan. It's, it's I don't, a loose I, plan. I, I, we, we never have a strict plan for this <laughs> podcast. It's always loose. but I don't have a plan for what I'm going to talk about. about. <laughs> well, let's start off with, because I have a plan, and my plan, I wanted to get an update on your capstone. First of all, uh, tell the people I know you said last time, but like where you're doing yours. Um, okay, so my capstone is in the pediatric float pool at the children's hospital on night shift. And how do you like being in float pool? Um, I like it. I feel like I like being a student in it because every day we get to go somewhere new. So, like, the other day, we were on the cancer unit for, like, the first four hours, and then all of a sudden, they were like, you're going down to the ED, and we were like, okay. So, it keeps it, like, fun and fresh, fresh. and then my, like, preceptor texts me, like, right before, like, we go, I think she gets told what floor she's going to at, like, 5.30, and so then at 5.30, I'm just anticipating the text of, like, where are you going? What's up for the day? Yeah, and so my last shift, we went to the unit that I work on. So, which, you know what? I almost feel like I manifested that because... You talked about it before. I talked about it, and I was like, I was on the phone with James before, and I was like, oh, I just feel like we're going to go to my unit, and I'm like, I don't know, like, whatever, and then she texts me, she's like, we're on five. I don't say, but, like, we're on whatever unit, yeah. and I was like, <gasps> I did that. Yeah. I did that. Would you ever want to work as a float nurse like i don't know as a nurse or i i don't know i feel like there's like merit in it like if you just like want to learn a lot or you don't want to be tied down or Mm -hmm. you're like feeling bored with a certain patient population personally i feel like i like the idea of being like specialized in something like knowing a lot about one thing like having as opposed to like yeah because then the issue is that like you get floated to these I mean at least at the pediatric hospital like every unit is a specialty unit yeah whereas I feel like if you were working maybe in an adult hospital with med surge like you'd probably just always have the same type of patients but you just be on all these different types of units like there's no like you probably I don't know like when we're on the cancer unit like we won't get cancer patients and like when we're on the ortho unit like sometimes we'll get ortho patients but not like the spine patients or anything so it's like there's nothing like in that specialty that you're doing that's like really cool like you'd never be the one giving chemo yeah but you could be floated there but then like so you're still always getting the same types of patients you're just on all these different units you could just see a lot as like a student but I don't know if like every day I just want like to do that but I think you could get like trained to do chemo so that whenever you floated there you could give it but then I think a lot of people would say what's the point just work on that unit then yeah but there was like a another nurse down there and he 
is ECMO certified. Oh, cool. So he can, like, float and do ECMO. Wow. So he's, like, in the float pool, but he also – he's, like, in the critical care float pool. So he floats to the PICU and the NICU, but he also can float to inpatient units. So he just literally, like – I mean, for him, it's literally, like, a crapshoot. Yeah. Like, he could be doing he, anything. Like, one night he was sitting pump for ECMO. The next night he was on the ortho unit. The next yeah. night he was in the NICU. Then it's, like, that would be more – Yeah. For those of you who don't know, ECMO is, like, this super advanced machine that's, like, basically – corporeal membrane oxygenation or something like that. It's, like, basically a machine that work, functions as a heart outside the body. Yeah. And your heart and your lungs. Yeah. And so if you're on ECMO, there's usually two nurses, one for the patient, one for the ECMO machine. It's, like, super advanced. Yeah, it's, like, a two-to-one – ratio which is pretty cool patient yeah. yeah two nurses for one patient which I thought was like insane but then when you go in there you see why because there's one nurse that does all like the patient care side of like mm-hmm. passing meds and like giving them a bath or like stuff like I don't know like the nursing tasks and the other one is literally just making sure that like the machine doesn't like malfunction yeah and like break yeah. which I don't even know what goes into that that thing looks like very complicated I tried listening to a doctor talk about it one time and I was like this feels a little bit above my level of like I've never even seen an ECMO machine I've only seen like CRT which is like mm. basically a kidney outside the body um and I was like blown away by that so I can't imagine what ECMO is like but my other question I wanted to ask you was um how's night shift Oh, yeah, the night shift life. Because, I mean, I'm assuming that both of us will likely be starting on night shift as new grads, so. I mean, the night shift life is interesting. I guess for, you work from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. It's more like 6.45 to 7.30. And it feels like when you're on days, like, you don't really think about that kind of stuff. Like, the weird thing is, okay, you work, like, a day shift and you get off at 7.30 or whatever, but mm-hmm. you don't go to bed at, like, 8 p.m. Like, you don't, like, drive home and, like, go straight to bed. Yeah. But when you're on night shift, because you're so aware that you're there in the middle of the night, like, you come back home and you, like, get in bed, like, almost immediately. So, I'm, like, trying to be, like, asleep by 8.30. Yeah. But I would never do that on days. So, it's, yeah, like, like kind of weird last how you... Night we both got off and we stayed up till, like, 10 or yeah. 10.30. Well, I went to bed at 1 in the morning, but <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Well, I, like, we hung out till 10.30, and then, Yeah, you know. then Sarah kicked me out, but whatever. Then I went to bed at 11. <laughs> <laughs> She's not there yet. Like, I feel like when I was in high school, I used to stay up late all the time. Like, my, my brother and I would run into each other at 3 in the morning in the kitchen, like, getting our snack, and then we would sleep in until, like, 12 or 1. And then I feel like I grew out of that because I had to wake up early for so many things. Mm-hmm. And, like, I work day shift for my job, so I just got used to waking up early. And then Sarah and I would always just go to bed at, like, 1130. Like, midnight was late for us, yeah. I feel like. But now that I work night shift, I feel like I've rewired my brain again where I, like, enjoy staying up late. But also I feel like I have to keep staying up late so that I can, like, sleep and stay up during the night. And then it's weird transitioning from, like, nights to days and, like, back and forth. I think if I was working it – yeah all the time I would be so much better at it because I'm like it's hard to work two night shifts and then work a day shift because I'm like I don't understand what day it is and my body has a hard time falling asleep because it was up the night before I feel like I'm gonna struggle when I have to because I just know I'll probably have to start on nights and I feel like I'm gonna struggle because I've never been a night person like never I've always Mm -hmm. been like the first one to fall asleep at a sleepover like always woken up early so I feel like I'm I'm gonna struggle. The weird thing about it is I think it doesn't get weird until it's like four AM because mm-hmm. sometimes you go out or something and you'll be up until like two or three and you're like, That's really late, but like two like three AM feels different than like saying that you haven't gone to bed since like eight thirty in the morning. So there's like a weird period of the night where I honestly feel really good 
to stay up until it hits like 4 a.m. And then I'm like really like hitting. You almost Crashing. feel like a wall. Yeah. yeah. So like 4 to like 5.30, you're kind of like whatever. But then you get a second wind at 6 in the morning, which like powers you through. The weirdest part is like you never went to bed, but you see the same people who like slept. Like you see like the normal humans like yeah. in, come to the day. Like, and you're like in the break room. They're like, good morning. Like, it's Friday, blah, blah, blah. The weather today is. And you're like, what? Like, I haven't even slept yet. Like, yeah. It has to be a mind. Yeah. And it's weird. But, like, I – it's kind of freeing at the same time because then, like, the – right before you go in, you can drink coffee, like, as late as you want. Like, I drink my coffee when I wake up at, like, 2 p.m. And then I bring another coffee with me at, like, 8 p.m. And then you can just, like, stay up late. And then the next day you can just sleep in. Like, it's just kind of, like – yeah it'll just be a different transition but I'm sure once you're in the rhythm of it yeah and like the hospital at night is so different than the hospital during the day oh I'm sure I mean I've only stayed I've worked like I stayed for four hours (laughs) for a night shift (laughs) to help get vitals but it's a weird it's a different vibe like complete the people who work night shift are a completely different vibe than the people I remember thinking like I mean the beginning is busy because like you're like a shift change and you're getting vitals and like mm-hmm. all that like getting everyone settled for bed but then like once everyone goes to sleep like especially if like all the bath like I, but I'm saying this is a tech like all the baths are done blood sugars like no one needs blood sugars because they were already eaten like yeah I think the thing that I also realized like as a nurse is I can see how it would be slow but I also like realized that it just because it is nights doesn't mean that like you're not doing as much because we were so busy because we got three admits like just on night shift alone yeah whereas I think you just always think of people coming to the hospital during the day but like none of your patients ever really like fall asleep like I feel like when Mm -hmm. you leave you work day shift you think that like they go to bed at like 9 p.m but like they're in the hospital and you still have shit to do like yeah maybe they have neuro checks every hour or like whatever so you're always having to like wake them up or like do things or pass meds or like change their fluids like there's just so many things going on that like they sleep in like hour increments but when you have other patients to worry about like you're kind of and then they always draw labs on night shift which I like because I feel like you get more experience with stuff like that but yeah just a way different vibe to know that like everyone else in the world is sleeping and then when you go on your phone and stuff it's like either people are out partying and they will post stuff about it or they're like in bed and like stuff like that and you're just at the hospital like oh just started my shift (laughs) yeah but I think like it feels so different when you're tired at 4 a.m. because it makes sense to you because you're like, oh, it's 4 a.m. and it's like a mental struggle to like, okay, I got to stay up. Yeah. But like I was equally as tired during my day shift at work yesterday. Like the entire shift, I felt like I was dragging through yeah. it. But like I didn't think it was as weird because I was like on days. Yeah. It's just like when you're aware that you're like in the middle of the night, it's just strange. But it is a little bit like uh, any 12-hour shift, no matter when you're doing it, it's a yeah. long day. But it's really easy get- to learn because you're so, like, you have so much free time, like, one-on-one. There's just not as many doctors rounding. And a lot of the doctors that are there on nights are younger because yeah. they're, like, the younger Fresh residents starting. and stuff. So they're and all not, really – like, PT and OT and, like, Yeah, you don't have people. all those, like, people coming in through the day. There's not a lot of procedures. So it's literally, like, you and your patients. So I, I feel see- like it's really good for learning. Yeah, I was going to say, I could see how as a new grad that it would be really beneficial. You have more time to organize yeah. your night. Like, my nurse and I can, like, really take time to, like, write out our report sheet and, and stuff like that. And think like, like, why you're doing what yeah. you're doing versus, during the like, day, day you're, like, just yeah. trying to keep your head And there's so water. many more people calling you during the day. Yeah. It's just, like – it's just a different vibe, but yeah. I've enjoyed it. I think pluses that, and minuses. Yeah, to both. the struggle obviously is the sleeping thing. Yeah. Um, 
but it sounds like you've adapted well which really gives me hope like hope for the future that like okay I'm seeing a lot of my friends do it so I'm like thinking it's doable right now well that's a hard thing I feel like you just don't know how your body will react to it until you do it but like if you get in a rhythm I feel like you'll I can see how it would really take a toll down the line though like my preceptor has been doing it for like 10 years and I'm like because she was a tech before on nights and I'm like I could not sit in those one-to-one patients though for oh, night shift absolutely no. not I have to be like the only thing that is good about nights as like a nurse is that you can always be like moving and doing stuff and like if, if we you were, were a CO at night and the patient's sleeping in your dark and room it's pitched and it's four in the morning yeah I I, I don't I, know how you don't fall asleep I, I talked to them they said that some of the people that sit in there all night they start doing like workout videos oh like, I would like do be yoga. doing like jumping jacks yeah. just to like keep my like body one girl going. said she watches horror movies and she was like to like stay like awake, awake because if it's a normal movie it's kind of boring and you'll yeah. fall asleep but like horror movie you're like on edge yeah and so then one time she was like watching it and she like screamed and like because she like got <laughs> jumped and all the patients like like the patient woke up and she's like i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> but like on days you would never be watching a movie like in no. there because like i don't know that's so funny anyway the world it's just a different world but it's has its like it has its good things and it yeah. has its weird things. I'm glad you like it and that you've figured out learning a, a lot. Learning yes. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> we'll stay tuned with the uh, stories down the line, I guess, about other weird things that happened to me. <laughs> I have to poop so bad all of a sudden. Do you want me to pause it? No. Okay. Let's bust it. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty, so the main thing that we wanted to talk about today was what they don't tell you about nursing. And Riley and I were having a discussion, and I was saying, I was like, you know, when I first was, like, applying for nursing school, and, like, when people would ask me, like, oh, why do you want to go into nursing? I was like, you know, I really just, like, I love science. Yeah, you have, like, this image of, I love love science and Helping people, like, communicating with people. Like, never had I ever before nursing school seen a bedpan. <laughs> like, no concept. And that of, is like, a big and it's like and, and, and it's not taught, at least at our program, like, it wasn't taught. Like, you just show up to clinic one day, and they're like, get, is getting this patient on the bedpan? And I remember walking <laughs> and being like, I don't know what on earth I'm supposed to be doing right now. And they're like, can you go ahead and grab this sheet? I'm like, grab this sheet? Grab this sheet for what? What are we doing here? Guys, our first lab in nursing school, they taught us how to suction a trach. Before. Which I have never had to never do in done. clinical. Before, Actually, I've done it in, like, uh, like a critical care setting, but like it's that was way different. down the line. Yeah, though. yeah. Like the tr- suctioning a trach over like bed baths, like things that well, you not, do every not, day. It doesn't even need to be a bed bath because, like, as a nurse, like unless you're in like an ICU, maybe you're not doing the bed baths. But like you adjust patients a lot in bed, and yeah. until you've like had someone who can't move before, and you need to move them in bed. Well, that's like, what you never no, that's what I'm saying. I think there should have been a, like a lab where we had to like change a bed like, with one someone of us in just, it, just like lay and on a dead bed weight. Yeah, and like yeah, you dead to get them yeah. on like a, a 400 pound man who's also a quadriplegic. On yeah, the- <laughs> and then it's just you and this other like. 120 pound girl like all right let's do this like you just figure it out and so anyways everyone i feel like everyone has like a moment where they're like oh because like i think if you're uh like a cna beforehand you probably have a oh you have a much better idea i think a lot of people probably like go to college and apply to nursing school and then they become a cna like in nursing school or like right before when they've already been accepted um 
And so everyone, I think, has a moment where they're like, oh, like, this did not realize oh, that shit. this was an aspect there's of this lot. there's a lot there's actually shit. a lot of shit yeah. in this. <laughs> well I can remember like my first day my first day like walking into the hospital it was my first clinical rotation and I was my first clinical rotation was on the ortho unit which I now work on so ortho is a lot of people who can't move obviously yeah. ortho is tough we yeah. both work ortho in ortho is yeah. like you're moving a lot of people because they have a lot of like casts external fixators whatever so anyways i remember the first day like walking into the hospital and being like i am li- this is it this is like i'm living the yeah. dream meredith i am gray. so excited like i am <laughs> meredith gray like i like it's gray's anatomy like this whole glamorized version in my head and then getting up there and like coming to like the realization of like what this was gonna be and i was like i I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know what I'm, what I just signed myself up for, but like, what? Like, yeah, I, um, I just feel like there's a lot of things that you don't know. And I remember the first time that I was like a tech, I don't know. I feel, okay. So like you're on orientation to be a tech and you're like getting your first little peek into like the world of nursing, I guess. And, um, like a big part of nursing is like pooping and like measuring eyes and and, yeah and there's a lot of people in the hospital who like don't know like they're incontinent like they can't those are inputs and outputs like you measure how much is going in and how much is coming out yeah but there's a lot of people who can't like poop for themselves in the hospital a lot of enemas a lot of of laxatives yeah ortho is enema enema central okay but like it's even down to small like just like changing people's diapers okay so there's an adult (laughs) I didn't know adult diapers existed, okay? And Neither so, did I. <laughs> I. Well, I did for like old, but like, but yeah. I just, they're very you common. Just don't think, yeah, very okay. Common. And then even like, like I work at a pediatric hospital. Why would I have ever changed a diaper, like a baby diaper? I don't know. But people just kind of assume that you know, know what how you're doing. Do, yeah, just know how to do these and things. And I, I honestly like think that nursing half of it is just figuring it yeah, out as you go. You just gotta pretend. Like, yeah, when you, you just, and your nurse go into a patient's room and he's like, all right, you just quadriplegic. Got to give him an enema. Not really sure what the plan is. I brought a million chucks of ads. You're like, here goes right, nothing. We're in this together. Yeah. But I was like, even changing like a little baby's diaper. And the nurse is like, oh, yeah. Like, can you just like go like grab a diaper off of like room 10 or something? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, like whatever. Literally, I've never even like, I didn't, I don't, I mean, like literally, I did not know how to like strap a diaper. I mean, I like, yeah, you think you know in your head. Yeah. And then it's like a boy. And so I'm, like, changing his diaper, and I, like, take off. I'm, like, all right, I guess I'll just take off the old one. And I take off the old one, and I, like, walk, and I set it on the counter. and just, like, leave him naked. And I come back, and I'm trying to put the new one on. And he just starts, like, peeing. And it, like, goes <laughs> into my eye and, like, in my mouth. But, like, I <laughs> – And I'm so taken aback, but I'm also, like, aware of the fact that I'm, like – like the crib is open so I step back but then I'm like oh no <laughs> but then I'm like trying to get this diaper on and he's like peeing all over himself and he sh- he doesn't go like he doesn't go fuck yeah. like, he's just like chilling there and I'm like so I come out and I get the diaper on and luckily there was no parents in the room yeah else I would have felt more aware of the fact that I did not know what I was doing but I could like readjust the diaper like over and over I'm like this just does not look right like I like the one side says the back thank god oh that's and put good. on backwards you're like like it says back like you flip it around the baby's like fine whatever then i come out and i'm like so i did get some pee in my eye you might need to go to infection control and i'm like you know what pee is sterile i really it's not that big of a deal i like took my contact out and i rinsed my eye under the sink and i was like all right well i am either, yeah. <laughs> i'm official now 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, you just find yourself in yourself in like situations that like you didn't think to like ask someone to teach you how to do and then yeah. you just find yourself there and then you just like it's in the moment that you realize like I'm just gonna have to figure this out I yeah. can remember like this was recent too this was literally like a couple months ago I'm at work and I have this patient and he says he used to go to the bathroom and so I like put the gate belt on him <laughs> get him to the bathroom and I I see he's not my patient. I've just answered this call like that is also another tough another thing. tough thing. I answer this call like out of the kindness of my heart because I wasn't doing anything, as you should. And um, <laughs> teamwork. I go in there, and he's in the bathroom. I don't know that he has an ostomy, <laughs> which if you don't know what an ostomies are, like the worst if, part of nursing. <laughs> if you don't know what an ostomy is, an ostomy is like when someone's bowel for whatever reason like doesn't work so what they do is they take a piece of the bowel and basically put it outside the body and, and attach it to a bag and so they have a poop bag basically Which, side note not just poop comes out of that but like gas and it's yeah. liquid it's like yeah depending on where it is it's a different like consistency but most of them are liquid yeah and then they fill up with yeah. so, these poor people they fill up with gas and so you have to burp them it's a, it's it's it's, <laughs> it is the worst it's a mess smell so it's a mess world. so i've had patients with ostomies before however all those patients have had the ostomy for like years so a lot of times they'll just like handle it themselves and they'll just like tell you how much <laughs> like output they had or like whatever yeah. like so i am in there and i'm watching and he like and i had never seen ostomy care be done before like i knew what an ostomy was i knew yeah. people had ostomy bags but, like, I never seen, like, how they emptied them. You know what I mean? Or, like, what they – like, mm-hmm. do they put a new bag on every time? Like, I have no I, no yeah. concept These of this. These people, they're their own they, – they're the yeah, experts. They, they know. Yeah. Like, anyways, so um, – and in nursing school, they taught us how to, like, cut around, like, the, it's called the stoma, like, how to put the bag on. Mm-hmm. But I never had thought through, like, the, the emptying process. Yeah. Well, person. and, like, every patient has a different concept oh, yeah. of what their own care is. Yeah. So sometimes you think it's you different. know what you need to do yeah. for somebody, and they have different expectations yeah. than what... So, anyways, so this guy is on the toilet, and he just, like, snaps off this bag that's, like, Why full. is he on the toilet? Again, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm confused in this whole situation, you right? You don't need to poop if you have an ostomy, well, by the way, because well, it's all I, coming up. Again, I, I, don't, I don't know. Clearly, this guy newly had an ostomy. And he was a little bit younger. Like, yeah. Anyways, it's he hard. Hands, hands me this bag. And I, like, am looking at him like, <laughs> he's on the, normally I would dump it into the toilet, but he's sitting on the toilet. So now I'm like, okay, so now I'm what do you what do you want me to do and he's like empty it and like clean it and i'm like uh i'm like do you want me to get you a new bag and he's like no just clean that one out and i'm like and i'm literally like like, okay so guys normally like the bags are open on the bottom and you like you just roll them up and there's like a seal and you just like stick it which so whenever you empty it all you do is like unroll it kind of and it like falls into the toilet yeah or like a container if you're measuring it and then you just roll it back up yeah but like to actually remove the bag it's very messy it's very messy (laughs) let me tell you the reason why you would do that is to change your bag yeah and so anyways so this so then 
but who knows the reasoning i mean he tells me and again i'm assuming that this man is the expert like i don't know what on earth i'm doing in this situation (laughs) and i he's like clean it out in the sink so then i'm like fucking ew ew. (laughs) (laughs) his toothbrush is i'm like i'm like dumping it in the sink and then i'm like but it's also like it's poopy. a bag. It's, it's like it's. Yeah. And I'm not like I don't know like how clean this thing. Well, needs when you to empty be. the bag, there's still poop left. There's in still it poop because left. It's like yeah, liquid. yeah. So, anyways, I hand him back the bag, and then he's like, "No, like clean it more." And I'm like, "Dude, like what?" <laughs> like and so I'm like cleaning it more. I'm like, and anyways, he's like on the bed, like, and then I like go to like hand him this like as good of a clean bag as I can like get it, and he like can't like snap it on, and he like go like it's okay like, maybe there should be like a trigger you, warning you, before we start talking about this if you don't like talking about poop this might be like this is not, not the episode good for, for you, you. <laughs> but like and then like because you can't he, they can't control it like you just like your bowels yeah, just like, moving yeah and so then like and then it's like all over the floor so all he over starts the, pooping through his stoma without yes, the bag on yes, it okay yes. so the, it's all over the floor all over the sheets all over the like him like literally and then like this poor guy is like so embarrassed i'm embarrassed i don't know what i'm doing i call for backup right yeah this other nurse comes in he like looks at the situation and is just like what the hell happened in here and i'm like like, war zone like it's it's literally because it's all in the sink all in the bathroom all over the ground all over the bed all over him like Mm -hmm. it's just it's literally a shit show yeah and um Nice he little pun there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> he, the nurse looks just as confused as I am. And I'm like, turn to him and I'm like, I don't I don't know what I'm doing here. Like, I've never had a patient, like... <laughs> and that's the worst part because you're, like, caring for somebody and you can't just say, I'm not doing that. Like, you can't, like, someone's no. like, here's my bag and you're going to be like, I why am i why would you give that to me like no you're just you're, like you're all just right like, roll with it that's nothing <laughs> people must be doing this yeah. like <laughs> so anyways so then anyways so the the nurse and i are like we help him snap the thing back on and then like anyway he helps me like get everything cleaned up and then like we like step out and i'm like going to get all new sheets new gown and he's like i'm so sorry that i like froze in there he goes I have never seen, like, a patient deal with their ostomy in that way. So, like, I was just, like, so confused and did not know what to do. I was like, yeah. thank you, because I didn't know what to do. Anyways, there's I, just... get, I get the stuff. I come back. The bottom of the bag was open. Ugh. Again. New Poop. sheets. <laughs> new gown. Anyways, long story short, it just, just, like. It's not. It's just something like that where you're in that moment and you're, like, I chose. And the weird thing about it is when you're writing in your applications for nursing school, you're, like, only saying stuff like, I've always been into science and I just want to, like, help people. Love advocating for people. Mm -hmm. And, like, you think, like, be when you say like be with people through their most like vulnerable rough moments you that imagine the like moment. they're dying or yeah. like they're having a struggle Loss with their diagnosis yeah, yeah something like that you don't necessarily think that that moment is going to be when they like keep like shitting themselves yeah or like they have an, you know what i mean and it's all equally as important but it is not oh. equally as glamorous yeah <laughs> it's just not as it's just not i feel like what people think it is but it's like oh you're a nurse like you pass meds and like talk to patients and like talk to but the i doctor. genuinely think that like if you told if like you were writing uh, like a if i was writing like a job application and i like talked about that and i talked about like how i was like made ensured the patient that like the patient didn't feel like 
this is my fault yeah. or like felt like embarrassed mm-hmm. and that you were like we are in this and I just like have to be like we are in this together like well, we're gonna I feel like get that's through literally this the only thing you can do is just like, embrace it because obviously like you're no one wants to do well, that yeah, you're that yeah. patient's like person to help them through it and like can you imagine if you were going through something like that and someone was like judging you or not helping like yeah I've just been in like moments where you're giving somebody a shower and they're in the shower chair and they just start sh- like pooping themselves over the floor and you're like oh it looks like you're like pooping a little bit but like it's okay like no worries we'll help clean it up like it happens like it doesn't like really happen like not most people aren't like yeah doing that but you're like it's okay like no worries like it happens like we're just gonna like get you cleaned up like yeah it's um it's just it's a different level of like exhausting (laughs) well I think I think as like a nurse like it's okay to say not that you would ever say this to to a patient but like you can say like I like if something like that happened and you had like a task busy day and something like that happens like you might find yourself in your head being annoyed but you're not annoyed at the person you're annoyed at like the 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 lack of time and I think that that's like important that like you never take it out on the person because they're like real big thing is enemas and like those take a really long time because like they're messy like it's just like you know that like whenever you give somebody an enema like I don't know, at least on ours, we have to do those, like, milk and molasses enemas, yeah. which smell, like, so weird, and then they come out, and it's just, like, so much liquid, like, and it comes out all over the bed, especially for the patients that can't get up and go to the bathroom. It's just a lot of, like, it's a, a lot of rotating it's, bodies. It's really, like, exhausting, like, physically. Like, I'm not really sure how older nurses, like, handle that when they have, like, those, like... After a shift on ortho, yeah. I'm, like, my arms are sore my back hurts my legs like because yeah. it's physically exhausting yeah we need to go to like a little like fitness boot camp or something like that and you're like lifting weights and i'm like sometimes i'm lifting weights and i'm like this is for my patients that can't turn over by themselves tomorrow for this my cute for my turns, two turns. <laughs> every two hours i always like every single time after a shift at work i burn like six to eight hundred calories like because it's just like yeah i feel like it probably and it is not like that like okay this is not like that on every floor because if you're on like the cancer unit like a lot of those people might be able to go to the bathroom on their own oh i always am like yeah. so confused when i go to other like floated to other units and they're like yep like half of my patients are like up ad lib they can like just go, and then they're like just go, yeah oh i already showered i'm like what, what you, i gotta like be there i gotta like help you get there i gotta yeah. like stay in there and with then, you there's just like it's not even just poop but like there's a lot of throw up obviously involved too which is I have always not, heard, knock on wood had a lot of experience here's with the thing that. with kids a lot of them will have these like feeding tubes and oh. like g-tubes and stuff and they'll have a formula like a specific formula in them and the formula isn't like milk formula it's like looks milky but it's obviously has like a bunch of other like crap yeah. in it so sometimes those formulas have a very like pungent smell but you don't right. think about it because it's just going through the tube until it comes back up their mouths and they like puke all over themselves and it smells like rancid and you're like okay like no worries you're like cleaning them up but i feel like honestly half the time you're in these situations it's like fight or flight mode like honestly because you're just like damage control like let's get this cleaned up like let's get the patient cleaned up that you don't have time to think about how gross it is until you step out of the room and you can still like smell it on your mask and then you and your nurse like look at each other and you're like that was a fucking mess like yeah and you have to like take a second and you're like whoo like you gotta like gotta deep breathe like maybe like go there, get a new there are certain shifts where i lit my laundry baskets are like right by my door that i will literally take my scrubs off at my door and literally just walk to, straight to the shower <laughs> because i am like yeah. i felt i feel like this 
do you ever feel like the smell of a patient is on you? Yeah. 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 It's just, it's another world. You need to scrub a layer of skin or two, huh? <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, <laughs> just don't, no need to glamorize it. Well, no, it, there are parts of it that are glamorous and that are really nice and great. However, I feel like there's not a lot of parts of nursing that's glamorous. I feel like the it's just like realistic expectations. And like, I think it's like cute that like everyone goes because you think about like why you went into it and then like why you went into it is different than why you stay yes. in the profession. And so I think it's just like more of like talking about how like you kind of grow with yourself being in all these weird experiences, but like none of them are things that you anticipated happening to you. They're really funny to like talk about with each other. When you tell other people about them, they will think that you're like insane. But like when you're talking people, to them about other nurses, people, we're nurse, all like well, dying. You, well, cause you can like envision it and you like get it. Cause you've been there. Cause like, you've been there or you've been in a similar situation, but like, Anytime I, like, try and tell, like, Sean or, like, my friends who are, like, just, like, business majors, they're, like, you, like, Sarah, like, stop, way too much detail. Yeah, yeah, like, like, I'm, like, yeah, I had to, I literally, like, I'm eating dinner with James. I'm, like, I literally had to pull, like, a girl's poop out of her butt today. He's, like, Riley, like, I don't, like, that is not, and I'm, like, I'm not trying to be cute. I'm just trying to be real. Like, I'm telling like, <laughs> these are the things that I'm dealing with. Like, you're, like, trying to think of a code. We're trying to, to make an airplane, and I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm taking care of you want to know about my day this is my day <laughs> but yeah it's great um we love it <laughs> for all it's weird it really bonds you it is very bonding yeah and with it, like you and the it's patient. just like yeah it's just funny to like think back of on like my responses then and like how much different they are now and they're all learning experiences and yeah just I guess for people who aren't in nursing a little insight into, into some the- things that might not be as well, I feel like there's two types of people out there. There's the people who are like, ew, that's absolutely disgusting. Please stop talking. And then there's like the people who tell me more. Find it like so <laughs> ridiculously crazy and interesting of like, what is your job? Yeah. You know? So Or interesting, like that is really interesting, but I'm so glad I don't have to do yeah. that. <laughs> but anyway. Hope you enjoyed our little spiel of now you guys have a more realistic stories. view of the field what Sarah of nursing. And I are doing every day. I will say, I feel like as a tech, it at, there's more things about like actual nursing that are like better than the things that you do as a CNA. Like, oh I yeah, right say. now we are much more We're involved. the bottom of the total. We are yeah, we are much more involved in the eyes and yeah. O's than you are as a nurse, but um. You, but you're still expected to do all those things as a nurse. Like, half the time you're going no, into a room yeah. and changing them and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's you and the nurse. But you just do get put in more, like, compromising situations where as you're a tech. cleaner. Yeah. We're, we're moving up in the world. Yeah. We're, on, we're on the ups. So. But I, I – sometimes I, like – like, I feel like – I feel like sometimes I'm – I, like, enjoy it. Like, you know, like, we're helping, like, clean – like, I like giving patients baths and stuff sometimes because it's, like, like, really, like, fun to be, like, I'll clean you up, whatever. And sometimes, like, gross things happen, but I feel like it's nice to, like, take care of somebody. Yeah, I was But I think from the outside, like, I always think if someone, like, had a picture of what I was doing right now, like, the nurse and I, they'd be, like, what the – Well, I I think that, like, especially – I think, like, bed baths – I remember, like, when I first started being, like, I – like, what? Like, that is, like, awkward or, like – but honestly, like – like I had a patient yesterday who just like had a really bad circumstances and like that feels like something that you can like so small that you can do to like make mm-hmm. them feel better I always call it Riley salon I'm buzzing there with the oh I'm like bra- braiding the hair the I, shampoo I go cap. hard on the when I yeah. shampoo my patient's hair I'm like in there like my 
my Terry, my hair salon. You're one girl out. told me she's like, you should have been a hairstylist. She's like, you still could. And I was like, that's weird. Thank you. Oh, what did you do? It's I literally just like shampooed and washed her hair and combed <laughs> out and like I like put it in a braid. I think <laughs> I always braid my patients' hair in the yeah. hospital well, if they'll let me because then it won't get like bratty. Yeah. So, but that's just a <laughs> but, be- <laughs> better insight into the field of nursing. We are about to go on spring break and live it up. So kind of, yeah. Yeah, to the best of our ability during COVID, but still, I'm going to Santa Barbara for the first, well, not for the first time I went when I was really little, but like the first time to visit Sean there, so I'm excited. Yay, good time. Yeah. So um, we will talk to you guys soon. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and leave us a review on the iTunes app. Or the iTunes app. <laughs> on the whatever, I don't know. The podcast app. Yeah. And um, we will talk to you guys soon. Well, was that not good enough for you? No. Yay! <laughs> All right, guys. Love you so much. Have a really fantastic <laughs> spring break. And yeah, like, love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Love others. And if one day you have to take care of somebody who's shitting themselves, like, just know that we do too. Okay? We're in this together. <laughs> ah. Perfect. Bye. <laughs>